Hi everyone and welcome back to What A Barb, A Pollen Podcast. Just before we get started on today's very special episode, I wanted to jump on and give you a quick disclaimer that the first eight minutes of the episode features our live reactions to Doom 2023. It's a little chaotic and a little messy, and if it feels a bit too soon to relive the clowning, then please feel free to skip ahead to later in the episode, where we'll be analysing all the dumb stills and news with a bit more coherence and a bit more composure. Happy listening! And we're recording, hello! You've joined us in London, sunny, hot London. I've just turned the fan off for this recording, so you're welcome. It is Sudan day one, day of the... the I'll let you take over. on stage with Bridgerton is how it's been described. We are mere minutes away. By the time that you listen to this, it will be next week. And you'll all know exactly what happened at Sudan. But for the news of the day, Nicola is at Sudan. Yeah, she's at Sudan. She's looking great. As we speak, she's been filmed recording some press i think and the other breaking crumb is that netflix has finally released the trailer that has luke newton in it properly so we finally have a clear non-pixelated non-billboard colin in costume with his tiger stripes there he is you've got on your phone i have he looks great though yeah our strategy is to just refresh i think yeah i'm also trying to update you go on twitter maybe i should be on a different forum i need to join the reddit one hour later Hi guys, you've joined us back at Tudum Day One. We are now survivors of Tudum. Well, we're survivors of the surprise. Is this double Tudum? This is double Tudum. So this is so double Tudum was true. Double Tudum was true. I think triple Tudum could be true at this rate. Another. Are we ready for round three? Okay. So in conclusion, nothing happened. Well, for the fans in Brazil, they had a lovely time. Nicola came out, greeted them. They may have said a few things on stage, but it wasn't, you know, nothing newsworthy. Nothing's been announced. There's always tomorrow, though. Let's sign off. So the next clip you'll hear will be from Future Me. Thank you for joining us in this clip. Like I say, next clip you'll hear will be actual ready for some to-dooming. Bing, bang, boom, it's double to do. (laughs) So welcome back. Um, it's now the day after the clips you've just heard. We're now joined with Lecky and Beans are in the house. Tudum has just started. We have no idea what's ahead of us, but we're very excited to find out together. How are you all feeling? I'm super anxious. Like, I don't know how I'm going to feel afterward. Yeah. <laughs> or just when yeah. the clip happens. Right. I think it'll be surreal. When the clip happens. Lecky. <laughs> Will I? I may be a different person. <laughs> you a brave new world. After we finally receive something. I don't know. For the better or the worse. We should also talk about, um, it was like a day or two ago, Veg sent us this <laughs> manifestation oh, yeah. dance ritual, this dance that she did outside of Ranger's house <laughs> on like her daily run yeah. uh, in hopes of getting some content. Obviously, we didn't get much yesterday, but hopefully uh, it works today. Surely today. Yeah, I hope so. So the update of today probably is that they had the red carpet event. And Nick was on the red carpet. She was wearing the most beautiful black dress, which very much reminded me, the cut of the shoulders reminded me of Blue Pen, the blurs from um, Rest Park. I don't know if that's real. She was wearing some blue gloves. We know how she likes to tell a story through her costume, through her wardrobe. So I think she's giving us a little, a little tip of the bridges in her. Um, yeah, and then she was speaking into that very strange fuzzy <laughs> pink microphone the pink microphone i think is my favorite part of this to do yeah i think she yes, stole the, she stole it 
Yep, it, it just emphasizes kind of the ridiculousness of To Doom and our long wait for it. <laughs> they said the word Bridgerton. They said the word Bridgerton. I'm watching it on YouTube. It's gone black. What's happening? No, Netflix, come on, get it together. Oh no, can we not do this? <laughs> no, Are you joking? someone... Oh, thank God. Okay, thank God. Here we go. Was it back? Yes. Um, so we have the live chat happening over on the r slash Pollen Bridgerton subreddit. And people, uh, well, that just scared everyone. The little blackout. And you know what? I think that people more hyped up this year than they are last year, which the higher you rise, the farther you fall, don't you? So... You look- <gasps> just see Nicola. There she is. Stay tuned, Bridgerton. There she is. She looks gorgeous. Click on the link on the, oh the chat. Click, click, yeah, click, click on the link. Get on Instagram. Get on Instagram now. The, the link I've just sent you. Get it now. Okay. Oh my god, we've got, so we've got pics. We've got pics. Oh my god, he looks so good. We've got pics. British oh <laughs> Netflix just posted. Well, fuck me, girl. We've got the first look of the character. Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't function. I don't. I can't function right now. I can't. I can't look at those. Oh my god! Look this isn't real. Oh, oh my god! My god. Looks so good. She looks gorgeous. Holy shit! Oh, she looks so good. What a dress! Oh. What an outfit! I'm pretty sure I'm gonna end up weeping. I think I'm gonna cry. <laughs> the breathing you're hearing is just me fanning myself. <laughs> First look time. Are we ready? <laughs> Please give us a clip. I'm just grabbing my tissue. Please give us a clip. <laughs> we did it. The weeks are here. Oh. The weeks are here, bitches. It's pictures. It's the pictures. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's just the pictures. Okay, we're just getting the pictures, Come but on. it looks so good. They look yeah, so very great. Very nice pictures. Are they lovely. giving us a clip? Please. Clip, clip, please. Clip, 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 please. Is that it? Is please. Again, bitches. Oh no! Triple to Triple to Okay, okay. Well, at least we have. <laughs> you can't play it again. I'm literally crying. Um. No. Yikes. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm literally crying. Oh, laughing mama. And um. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, literally. <laughs> Play it again! <laughs> Netflix account released the premiere date by accident with their first look. What? December what? 14th. Wow. What? 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 You guys, my other prediction came true. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry to that Netflix Portugal employee. Are you joking? No. Oh, Shonda's going to be fuming. If you see the translation, it says, How we miss the gossip. Season 3 of Bridgerton premieres December 14th. Hashtag to doom. Do- Hashtag to doom, <laughs> doom is right. <laughs> Six, Six months. Welcome back everyone, Ob's here again. It's now Sunday, it's the morning after the night before, and we're just, we're here on this Sunday to process our thoughts a little bit and see how we're all doing. Lecky, 
How are you feeling in the post-it on blues? I am a clown of the highest order and I'm somehow happy about it. <laughs> Veg, how are you feeling? Um, I have actually run out of clown makeup, so if anyone's free to run to the shop and get me some more, that would be great. And beans? I have been bamboozled, but <laughs> I'm happy about it, I guess. <laughs> this is normally worst case scenario beans. <laughs> Yeah. And even worst case scenario, Beans didn't pick up this scenario. <laughs> we all suffer from Stockholm Syndrome. It's just we're used to it at this point. Used to the disappointment. We're in pain and we're happy about it. So yesterday, the clips you heard from yesterday, they were our in-the-moment reactions. Um, but I think we just wanted to jump on today, now that we've had a little bit of time to sit with it, chat with other people, and take stock of everything we got and do a little bit of analysis, if you're all up for it. So as a quick recap, obviously we did not get the clip that we hoped for. We didn't get the clip last year. We haven't got it this year. I'm sure it'll appear at some time. But what we did get were four stills from season three, showing Penn and Colin. We also got a release date that seems to have been leaked. We'll talk about this in a little while. But it it sounds as though the release date is the 14th of December. We didn't actually see Luke or Claudia. So in the clips that they used for the Tudum promo, they were mysteriously absent. So I don't know if we're going to get any post-Tudum clips or panels or whether they they just kind of filmed promo last year to help out. But we have got a few newcomers from interviews that Nick has been doing over in Brazil, from cast and crew that have been posting. So we'll get to it all. But first up, we didn't really get a chance to mention it yesterday when we were watching the live stream because I think everything happened so quickly and we were just trying to catch up and process. But I just wanted to review what Nick said when she came on stage. So she gave an introduction to the four photos, but she said some interesting... Well, she gave us some crumbs. She fed us. So she said... This season, Penelope returns to London determined to become a new woman with a new independence and a new determination. I can promise you quite a scandalous season and we cannot wait to take you along for the carriage ride. We open our season with the Tom's return from the countryside and Penelope gets herself a new look. Combridgeton has returned from his travels in France, Spain and Italy and his new look is not too bad either. Both Colin and Penn have done some growing up and only time will tell how their friendship will develop. For book fans, you may have an idea, but I can promise you you're in for a magical and romantic season. When there's more to hear about the pollen season, you'll hear it from Lady Whistledown first. So, how are you feeling about the crumbs you gave? Um, I am excited. I'm also excited. I think it was a good summary. Not a lot of new news, but perhaps a suggestion that I guess the glow up happens sooner than we thought. Mm-hmm. Which we will get to yeah. in a little while, because there is a new interview with some clues about that. I suppose what we've learned from the intro was where we are opening as we thought it's the start of the new social season they've been in the countryside we finally know where colin's been so i'm a clown because i was convinced i've written essays on the fact that he was coming back from cyprus and humiliatingly he was not he did in fact go to france spain and italy so france and italy are both significant in the books to his travels so she mentioned it's gonna be scandalous and it's magical and romantic and then as she was talking at Tudum, on the screen behind her appeared the four photos. Should we go through them? Yes. So the first one we have is Penelope sitting in a window. We do know this is her bedroom, right? So it's daytime. She's half obscured by the light. She's looking to the side, lost in thought. She looks like a painting, quite honestly. It's beautiful. Now I've had time to sit with it. What are you thinking? So this is from episode two. So Deadline posted an article yesterday with these photos and included with the photos, they had the episodes that each of them were from. We'll get into this later, but it's caused quite a stir. But for this particular still, we do know that this is from episode two. 
It's pen fully glowed up. She's wearing a most beautiful dress. Her hair has a, a quite a loose curl to it and she's sitting looking very pensive and beautiful. Beans and I think that this is a ball look. Yeah. Um, and we could discuss that during the fourth picture. Because yes. this dress does come back in the stills, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. And she, she looks radiant, mm-hmm. like a Disney princess. What it really reminds me of, and I don't know if any of you will know about this, but if you've seen the 2020 version of Emma... Oh, yeah. There's this really, like, kind of lovely scene, which it feels very genuine to me, when they've come back from the ball where she and Knightley have sort of had, like, a moment together. And it's sort of the next morning, I think, in those days, maybe balls went on through the early hours because she comes back and it's sort of dawn and then she sits at the window and sort of looks out, out of it and has this sort of pensive look on her face there where she's like, what's just happened sort mm-hmm. of thing. And this really gives me those vibes. Yeah. So do you think this could be after the ball? It could be. Like, she's, like, processing. This is just my random theory. But, like, we know that this is our, you know, the same episode as the picture we'll get to where they have their, like, almost kiss. Mm-hmm. Is this after that? Mm-hmm. She's come home and she's like, what? What just happened? Yeah. She still looks very put together if True. they did kiss. True. And this is the morning, whereas that picture's in the dark. But a girl can dream. My thoughts are, so Bridgerton is notorious for being very quick in the first two episodes. So as we know, this is the second episode. Yeah. So we are getting that glow up fairly fast. Um, And so I'm wondering if perhaps she maybe met one of her new suitors at the ball this time around, or there may be something going on with Lady Whistledown that has caused her to maybe leave the ball early or like think about what she's saying, or maybe even Colin made a comment about something that Lady Whistledown wrote. And I mean, I don't want to give too many spoilers away for people who haven't read the book, but perhaps Lady Danbury has come into play with a, with, you know, mm. a special little game um, that threatens Lady Whistledown. For me, I wonder, um, because we know one of the, well, the next photo we'll discuss is also from this episode. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she's thinking about that interaction with Colin in this scene, because... Um, yeah. their expressions in that it seems like maybe she's rethinking pushing him away or yeah. something like that. I think another thing to add to that, and perhaps it'll be better for another photo discussion, but to lead into the other photos is that as we know, the synopsis, the initial synopsis is usually for the first two episodes. So is the plan, or it's seemingly it seems as if the plan for her, to, for Colin to help her find a, a husband um, is already starting to play out and maybe she's having some self-reflection about that like what the fuck is this like why are you helping me out my guy <laughs> that's surely the dagger to the heart right it's the final twist because obviously everything happened at the end of last season she's still in love with him regardless no matter how much she's going to try and push it away or try and move mm-hmm. on that's still there and it's almost like that final twist for him to be like I'll find you a husband mm-hmm. so it's like that really extinguishes any possibility and having to try and process that is also tragic it's heartbreaking this is kind of an aside but do you think he does that deliberately to sabotage like he knows that he doesn't want that plan to work out when it starts or do you think he's actually trying to help her now i think he is so desperate to get back in her good graces i think he he is the sort of person who jumps before he really thinks it through sometimes especially when it comes to solving problems or being the hero um, right. I think he'll be so thrown by the cold shoulder that he'll be like, yeah, great, of course I'll help. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's thought it through 
at all. I think the Bridgerton brain cell is residing with Daphne off screen. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a romantic approach yet because as uh, Luke Newton has said previously is that Colin doesn't realize he's in love with Ken or like doesn't like know that at all. <laughs> so I think that when Colin approaches Penn this season to get back into her good graces, he's like, I'm doing this because she's my friend. And friends, we stick together. <laughs> I mean, if you had told me that before yesterday, I would have agreed with you, like, 100%. Yeah. But after seeing these photos, he looks like he's in love with her when he returns. And that makes me think that, you know, he just wants to be with her when he returns. But I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm a clown. There's a lot to cover in this season, right? Across all yeah. characters, across all storylines. As much as we have spent well over a year thinking about how, you know, Penn's going to give him the cold shoulder, how the angst with that, the reality is that there isn't time in the season for this to be the main story. And they are going for the comedy angle in the first early episodes. So I can see it being quite a fast-paced, like, freezing him out. He kind of is freaked out by it, but trying to play it cool. He's like, sorry, this is how I'll fix it, and they're good. And all those complicated emotions that are tangled up with that, you know, Penn doubting his his feelings, Penn not believing that he could reciprocate. All of that kind of complexity will come out later when everything is building up. I think the first few episodes, we're just going to get in, have it be fun. Um, and they're friends, right? That's, the, that's their story. And we need to see that friendship back. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where it needs to grow from instead of being caught up in terrible angst within the first few episodes. But I do appreciate how angsty she looks. Yeah. <laughs> to cheer us up from the angst a little bit, shall we move on to the happy photo too? So the second photo then, let's skip to, we have Penn and Colin in what looks like a marketplace. So this is filmed uh, in Greenwich whoop, whoop. over at Old Royal Naval College, which has been used before for market scenes. You can see there's flowers in the background. There's people in the marketplace. At the top of the image, you can see, I've seen confusion about this. You can see the awning of the market stall that they're at and they're standing together colin is well we'll talk about his outfit but he's in a brown jacket um he's got like a brown and blue waistcoat pen stood next to him wearing kind of a mint green would you call it like sea foam yeah like a sea foam green um with interesting embellishments and they're looking at each other with quite the expression does anyone want to explain what we're looking at here lucky i think you've affectionately already named this this you? is the lord whistledown picture the lord and lady whistledown picture this is what a barb 2.0 if you go back and look at that scene this is that scene but pen is not looking away and it's one of my favorite well i love all these pictures but this moment <laughs> i'm going to die when i see this moment on screen and i feel like in the Whatabarb moment, Colin looked more like uh, deer in the headlights a little bit. Like, he was just like, what is this feeling so sudden and new? Jonathan Bailey. Yeah, he, here he has accepted yeah. the feelings that are popping up. <laughs> right, yes. and here he has, like, a confident smirk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Penelope is, like, serving it back yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. He's at the point in the friend, you know, when you've you've sort of made some new friends and you're wondering when to reveal that you're a bitch, it's that... <laughs> <laughs> do you have a confession no. to make then <laughs> it's like when you catch someone's eye at work when someone's being annoying and you're like are you a bitch as well because that's the person that you, you look at each other and you're like yeah 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 we're both like this right mm-hmm. which we've seen mm-hmm. tentatively in previous seasons but this is him running with it the appreciation in his eyes like i'm just this is everything i want from a romance like this is perfect yeah i think i said to it to one of you last night but there's in both of the looks that we get from Colin in this, there's 
like a commitment to how he's looking. I know that sounds really strange, but there's an awareness there. Maybe he doesn't know what it means. There is definitely a confidence there and more of a secureness, Mm -hmm. I feel. Swagga, baby. Yeah, I think that he carries it with him rather than like a false sense of being confident, which in sort of like stumbling around that he did in the second season. I will add, since they're both in the photo together, like uh, it's been said, there's going to be a sort of romantic comedy angle and Colin is so like effort Effortlessly funny sometimes and just gets himself stuck into like all these odd situations and I just can't wait for all of his side comments and all the hijinks he's gonna get into just like trying to quote-unquote help Penelope but help himself (laughs) he's gonna move on from dealing druggy teas to dealing morsels of gossip instead of like swigging from his flask he's just following pen around <laughs> the entire season amazing yeah he's swigging from her perfume <laughs> we said it before that and we'll get into this when we do our rewatch but there was almost like a paralysis when he came back last year mm. um from his travels because he was so burdened and i think he was so lost in his mis- or what he perceived to be his mistakes and i think he really started to doubt himself and completely lost that confidence that he'd only really had at the very beginning of season one very briefly um mm-hmm. that the audience really got to know that aspect of him mm-hmm. whereas here he's back mm-hmm. he's confident he's feeling it now how much of that is truly down to his bones confidence how much of it is facade mm-hmm. i'm sure we'll get into that i'm sure as the season unravels but but you know the, the plot of the first few episodes is he's going to teach her how to be confident so he can't come back with no confidence right you're not going to sign up for that kind of tutoring are you yeah um her expression is really interesting here because she's totally with him in that moment but there's I know there's just something I don't know if it's just the way that the still has been taken I think that goes kind of with what Nick said and we'll address this later um, she was interviewed by Kat Quinn who we all love and adore um, is that she said she's still very much in love with Colin but she is like slightly peeved at him a little bit upset you know mm-hmm. um, she like hates him in quotations as like a oh I hate you but I love you you know it's that like I'm pissed off at how much I love you kind of it's very reminiscent of like when I was a child I had a crush on this guy who played tuba and I loved him so much I wrote like a (laughs) tuba voice duet for us both um and everything he did was awful but I was still like but there he's gonna love me one day you know and I feel it didn't happen for me unfortunately so. <laughs> so I think that's that's a tragic story but an interesting way to segue because yeah Beans do you want to address the elephant that's in the room so Deadline does a lot of entertainment news casting for shows etc they put out an article that was discussing to doom and sharing the first looks and going over the um the synopsis again in one of the captions for the photo, this particular photo of Colin and Penn looking at each other, they said it was from episode 10. And, you know, as someone who took it upon myself to do crumbs. So if you're new to the podcast and haven't been to the Pollen subreddit before, just a little background information about what I did for the sub. And basically when season three started filming, there were a lot of leaks and stuff going on. And so I thought I would just compile everything together from filming. Through that, I was able to discover makeup artists and extras that were working on Bridgerton, sharing some of the work that they 
they were doing. And so I followed them to get some more information about season three. They were all public profiles. We didn't use anybody who was private. We also would try to keep anybody who wasn't a celebrity. We would try to keep their identities private as well. So, you know, just trying to be respectful of the people who work behind the scenes and then also just give information to people who were interested in season three. Um, I think the other thing to also do just a little bit of a disclaimer is I also only posted once a week at the end of the week as a roundup of everything that was going on just so that nobody could go to any of the filming locations and be weird. So yeah. Um, and so because of that, I paid a lot of attention to scheduling. I know all about filming schedules. We are going to go, I think, into a, f a future episode talking about production, but in order to kind of get rid of the 10 episode rumor, <laughs> which is what Deadline said that there would be 10 episodes, I thought I would talk a little bit up or briefly talk about filming schedule. So Bridgerton, all three seasons have taken eight to nine months to film. And since season two, they've done something called block filming. And I don't know if that's the official term for it, but that's just what everybody calls it. They film in four blocks, two episodes per blocks, which takes about eight to 10 weeks. So all of that to say without dragging on too long is that the math just doesn't add up from the time that they were filming. So unfortunately, my friends, <laughs> we are not getting 10 episodes. Another thing is the draft and a lot of I saw comments on social media that were saying that well that doesn't really look like a globe dress you know it's not like doing anything for me and that's also because the caption was incorrect when you go to Shondaland it actually says it's from 302 so it's from the second episode and something that you'll notice in future like in some of the pictures is that the cut of the dress in the bust isn't as low. It, there is like this sort of flower, black flower that she has on her neck, which is very reminiscent of something that Mama Featherington would pick out for Penn herself. And the bustier has that little like covering thing too as well. So I personally feel that it's a transitional dress, especially since it's an episode two. Also, this is the same sort of embellishment on her dress that we see in that green dress she's wearing yes. in the bleaks we got from Bath, which we believe is from the first episode they were doing um, pickups in Bath. Right. Um, so yeah, this is her, I think, transitioning from that style into, you know, the pen we just saw um, before at the window. For Colin, he still has the same waves that um, we see in, in the next photo. Do you want to talk about his jacket here? Yeah, so in the still, as I said earlier, he's wearing his brown jacket and and fans of filming leaks will know this jacket very well. It is indeed the same as the pirate leaks and we see him in the next still that we'll discuss. This is Pirate Collins jacket. There's a bit of discussion as to whether this was the same jacket, but if you look, you can see the stressing is the same. Um, so the kind of fabric is a bit worn in certain areas. So this is definitely, definitely Pirate Collins. So that is a look that he is carrying through at least the first couple of episodes mm -hmm. with him. You're welcome, listeners. That's the kind of attention to detail you can expect from our podcast. I want to like really, really compliment the designers. I think this year is it- John Glazer? John Glazer, John Glazer. yeah. Because if you look, because after all the like everything died down from season three, um, I went and I looked at all the tiny like details. You know, I did my like crumbs work where I like looked to be like, is there any identifying factors that I can take from this? Um, but I love what the designers did. They pay such close attention to detail, especially for their leads. If you look at his jacket, it has discoloration at the shoulders. There's like wear and tear at the collar. And so it looks like a jacket that he's been wearing while he's been traveling because obviously he's not going to be able to 
change as much of his outfit um, when he's like going to all these different countries, you know? And I feel like that also kind of, I'm reading a little bit too much into this. This is the podcast for it. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of symbolizes Colin's willingness to let go a little bit, to like be confident but not be perfect, which I feel like in season two, he was trying so hard to find himself and be like this perfect, like Bridgerton boy, man, whatever. (laughs) Um, And in this one, he's like, I don't have to be that. I'm fucking Colin Bridgerton, (laughs) y'all. I'm a traveling piratey bitch. He is Colin fucking Bridgerton, which feels like the perfect interlude to take us over. Shall we go to the pirate photo itself? So... I don't, I can't imagine what it must be like to just be a human being who is seeing this for the first time and it being new information. We have lived with um, Pirate Colin for quite some time now, but to get him in high definition. Pirate Colin saw us through the winter, I would say. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I do have a reaction of someone who saw these photos for the first time. Please share. My mother, my mother. <laughs> I've talked about her before, but my mom is into Bridgerton, but she's not like us. Like, she's a very casual yeah. viewer. She'll catch the next series, sure. So I feel, yeah. So I feel like whenever, um, you know, people are spiraling on social media and stuff, like, she kind of centers me because she's not as obsessed as we are. So I showed her the photos this morning, actually, and she saw the photo of Colin. She goes, oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the, that's all the analysis we need. Yeah. So let's talk about Colin's expression in this photograph. Mm -hmm. He's looking over at the Featherington house and to me it looks like he's in love or he at least wants to see Penelope and that makes me so excited because before we got the synopsis last season I was so convinced he was going to return in love with Penelope and then Mm -hmm. I just completely rethought that when we got the the synopsis but seeing this picture makes me think that he might return in love with Penelope just based on his expression. I also think again is that We've talked about it so much, but the confidence that's, like, radiating from him, it doesn't feel fake. It doesn't feel like um, he's trying to figure out himself like he was in season two. You know, I I mean, I haven't watched it in a while, but, like, when he comes back in season two, yeah. I feel like he was way more put together and uptight. And this is, like, his cravat is undone, and he's got this, like, um, seasoned, like, jacket you know mm-hmm. and it's everything's unbuttoned and there's just a sort of like freedom about him that I feel is just like so new to Colin basically do you think that's him actually letting go of everything that happened last year yes finally moving yes. on I think he's had realizations on his travels this time yeah whether they have to do with Penn or not yeah who knows because obviously here he's just got home right so mm-hmm. he doesn't know yet what's going on he doesn't know that she's pissed at him mm-hmm. yeah this is the expression of a man who has no idea <laughs> what is coming from Penelope because like we said before when he last saw her she yeah. was gazing at him like she, you know he was the son you know what I love about this too is that Luke Newton says that that Colin thinks of home when he thinks of Penelope yeah and we have so many scenes where he like turns toward her when they're in the same room like she's like the north on his compass and he does that when he returns home in season three but he's just got all the way back home the first thing he's doing is turning and looking away from his house Mm -hmm. over to hers it also makes me think that she is watching Mm -hmm. because they have just this thing where they can sense when they're near each other and i bet he just he 
feels that. I mean, it's a romance. So I'm just going to guess that she is watching, maybe even behind their curtains. Which feels like a good time, perhaps, to move on to the last photo. Probably the most intense, (laughs) dramatic, Mm -hmm. Mm swoon-worthy, life-altering experience of a photo. It's focused most in pen, so we've got quite a clear view of her. Her hair is very, very loose, and she's wearing the same styling as the first photo we talked about. So again, it's the same episode, possibly the same day, or at least the same connected day. Um, And she is gazing right up at him with an absolutely fascinating expression. Colin, on the other hand, he's sort of turned away from the camera. He's looking right at her, and he's a little bit cropped. Um, because again, the camera's very much focusing on Penn's reaction. But yeah, how are we feeling about this one? <sighs> it's surreal. It's honestly, it's like fan art level. This is, yeah. And I know we didn't get clip sad, but this is sort of, we've been talking for so long about series three and like the theory of it almost. And we've, we've had fanfics and we've had discussions, but it's all sort of been quite theoretical and disconnected from reality. I know they've, we've got certain moments we all know very well from series one and two. For me, this is like, oh my God, like actually this is happening. It's not just a shared hallucination. Oh. And it feels like it's going to happen pretty quickly because, again, this is from episode two. Yeah, so this is a near kiss or an actual kiss in episode two. Um, So it does seem like they're moving fast. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be a near kiss. I don't think it's going to be an actual kiss yet. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. They're going to have that kind of moment of tension where they're almost and then... I do want good sexual tension. Like, I mean, like, that's the slow burn. That's the friends to lovers that Mm -hmm. we live for. So if they withhold the kiss a little Mm -hmm. bit, that's fine. Um, yeah. But this is a moment for sure. You only see the side of Luke's face, but the tension between the two, even not seeing like his eyes, is ridiculous. It's the kind of lean yeah. in and the tilt. Like, you can see he's leaning towards her. He's leaning down, maybe. And he's staring directly into yeah. her eyes. Yeah. How would you describe Penn's expression here? Because, I mean, she looks incredible, obviously, but she's staring right into his eyes because he's almost down on her level, you know, yeah. whether she's stood up or he's leaning down. She looks taken aback. She looks, like, shocked, you know? Like, I feel like there's definitely an air of nervousness between the two of them. As a little theory to put out there, you can agree or disagree, let's say she's she's had an interaction with the suitor. Her lessons are working, as we know from the synopsis, that the lessons do start to work. Do you think Mrs. Colin seeing that, hating it, pulling her to one side and kind of challenging her about it? And she's like, where is this coming from? Obviously deeply in love with him, which is kind of that sort of expression of wonder that we've seen, but tinged with this, what do you want from me? Almost that sort of intensity of him leaning towards her, maybe challenging her. I feel like he, yeah, he is making his interest known either like deliberately mm-hmm. or or not. Mm-hmm. Um, something happens in that ball, right? And she, and she's like, what do what do I do with that? Because you've just set me up to be in this position. Why are you not happy that it's going well? But I wonder if, like, Colin's going to be sort of aggressive of, like, okay, so what do you do now? Do you know what you do now after this? Not in, like, a mean way, but in a playful way. And she's like, no, I don't know. And then he's like, I don't know, maybe he's like, well, do you know how to kiss or something? Like, something so, like, very, like, early 2000s, but in a little bit more of a charming way. Like, I would literally (laughs) shit myself. 
it would be so cringy, but I would lap that shit up. <laughs> yeah, but it would be, I, I would lap it, I would shit, I would cry, I would do it all. <laughs> and that would be so funny because, like, he couldn't even bring himself to kiss Marina when he had the opportunity. And if he goes up to Penny, he's like, oh, well, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> you might want to try kissing or something. Just saying. I mean, from the way this photo is set up, it's, you know, when it was Marina and Colin, she leaned in first. But in this one, Colin is definitely leaning in first and Penn's like backing up a little bit away. And so I definitely think, I mean, I have a theory that Debling is her suitor and I know we'll address this in the future. But I I think that Debling is going to be interested in Penn right away. Debling is apparently someone who has a lot of money, who can provide a lot of financial support. And as we know, that Penn is looking for someone to provide her financial support so she can just, like, do whatever she wants. And so I think Debling's going to be the guy that goes after Penn. And he's going to be so nice. And Colin's going to be like, well, fuck me, man. (laughs) I love her. But this guy's very nice. What do I do? And again, I do feel sorry for her, for her here because I agree that she's sort of leaning back. And it's like what I said earlier, how confusing is it going to be? She's just spent. Last season was very much her getting mixed messages yeah. and getting the wrong idea. Obviously had a heartbreaking. She's spent mm-hmm. eight months, seven, eight months processing it and, and accepting to herself. Right. Like he told, like he didn't tell her to face, but yeah. he said it clear as day. Doesn't oh want God. you, never would want you. She's processed that, mm-hmm. has forced herself to move on. And then he storms right. right back. Oh, but like he goes in for the kiss and she's like, um, excuse me, but I thought that you never wanted to be with me. <gasps> that could be, so we don't think that it will be a kiss. We think yeah. it will be an almost kiss. A moment. I think that yeah. genuinely could be mm-hmm. like, what's the way that that's going to break? He's going to lean in it. She's yeah. going to be like, I thought you won't. Hang on a minute. Pal. Yeah. This won't happen. But what if she just like puts her finger on his lips and is like, not in your wildest dreams. <laughs> oh, imagine penelope finally confronting him at a ball with what he said would be the catalyst for colin to start to do some introspection on his own feelings for pen i don't think the glow up has anything to do with penelope um confronting him i think it has to do with him just being a friend and thinking she's being dismissive because she wants a husband. You know what, that's um, interesting because they could actually derive a lot of comedy from that if he volunteers mm-hmm. to help her find a husband, yeah. not knowing that he's the reason she wants to find a husband that is not him, you know? Exactly. Everything he says, she'll just be there like... Yeah, she, like, she's not going to want that solution, but if she needs mm-hmm. the help, she's like, oh God, I have like, you know, the love of my life. Right. I have to accept mm-hmm. his help to find somebody to replace him. And like just the audience knowing that, but Colin not yeah. knowing, do you know what I'm really interested in, just very quickly, is her necklace is really unusual. It's easy to see on the, the last picture, um, but there's just something... What is going on with the necklace there? Is there a ship? Is that last charm a ship? Like, there's three charms or something on it, and the third one, to me, looks like a ship, and I wonder... No. I'm going to be realistic. No. <laughs> Nicola said in the live stream that he's come back from France, Italy, and Spain. Has has he brought her that? I think they're different sized gems because the same necklace is on the first dress in the first slide. There's three charms on it. One from France, one from Spain, and one from Italy. Is that why she... Do you remember there was the, the photo that she took, that Nicola took of her in a corset ages ago? Um, we'll put all this into the episode so you'll see it. And she, she covered over her necklace that she was wearing. And, it, and the post got taken down. Yes, I think. 
think that, yes. Do we think he's bought her this necklace back, one from each, a charm from each place? I do. <laughs> that just, that's not a normal necklace though. What's going on with that necklace? Why would, why would Penn have a necklace with like a ship charm on it? I don't see the ship. It looks like a bell to me. They look really strange. Another option to consider is perhaps she was given to it by Jen as a gift for like becoming a new. I could be wrong, but it really does look like a ship to me, and I don't understand why she would be wearing a necklace with a bell on it. I think you see that because it's actually the hair that's in the way. There's her hair, and then there's a little um, tip if you zoom in, and it's actually just the reflection of the shadow. You know, the middle charm to me almost looks like a a sea serpent, kind of like a sea serpent um, swallowing its own tail, like in Ouroboros, maybe? I don't don't know. There is something funky going on with this necklace, because that is not a necklace that... It's got no gems on it. It's got no structure to it. It's, it's asymmetrical. Like a it feels like a charm necklace. I'm me and Lucky are on board. Our good ship clown. I'm on board. Colin got her a charm necklace and has a little ship on it because he was thinking about her while he was traveling. And I think he got her a charm from each country. So this is a hot, hotly contested um, discussion right now. Lucky and I are both on the the good ship that this is a charm necklace given to her by Colin. And I think Beans and Veg are a bit more, a bit more sceptical. I think it could be that, but I'm not sure on the ship there. I'm still sceptical. <laughs> There's like a hole in the side. Do you see that? I think it's just a reflection of the shadows. I am chalking it up to shadows. <laughs> <laughs> I, it looks like a charm like, necklace to me. And that seems just like a very odd choice for in terms of like the past like necklaces we've seen the leads wearing. And I'm suspicious because of the photo that Nicola posted very, very early on in filming, which would align with this time where she posted a picture of herself that got removed, where she covered up her necklace. Where it was blacked out. And we were, sus- we were suspicious from the beginning. That was very early in the shoot as well, which would line mm-hmm. up with these pictures. Right. I think more for me, again, her jewelry is again like a transitional thing as well but Mm -hmm. i am also of the mindset that i am happy to be wrong you know like if it's if colin gave this to her like but how would he give it to her in the first two first two episodes that's the well they're almost nearly kissing in the first two episodes so moving away from this necklace which is apparently now as much of an enigma as Pauline's letters. Um, we also wanted to talk about the location of this picture. Where are Penn and Colin in this scene? So some of our friends on the Pauline subreddit lightened this picture and made the background visible. And Beans and I, we think this is actually the Danbury Ball because the exterior looks like, is it the Holborn House or Holborn Museum? Holborn Museum. Yeah. Holborn Museum in Bath. Um, so my thought is that they probably filmed this during pickups when they did all the shooting in Bath in January. But this is from, you know, the second episode. And yeah, it looks like this is their their moment at the Danbury Ball. We will add the photos that we discussed today of Penn the Danbury Ball, things like that. So uh, you guys can go and check that out after we finish the episode. So we also received some new crumbs in the form of a new Shondaland article that was dropped just after Nick had been on stage in Brazil. The article shared the stills that we'd already seen, but also had some really interesting interview quotes from both Nicola and Luke. Um, Nicola mentioned that this year is her entering her woman era and she's really grown up and she's been on a journey in embracing her womanhood, um, which is going to be amazing to see. 
But Luke had some interesting thoughts on Colin, which kind of plays into what we've been talking about um, earlier. He said, it's been a nice payoff for me this season because when he came back from his travels in season two, his head was still in the same place it was in season one. Whereas there's definitely a massive shift this season and I got to use my experience over the last two seasons to almost define a new character and a new role for Colin. And I think at first that sounds a bit scary, hearing him say a new character and a new role, but I don't think he's literally going to rewrite the Colin book. I think it's moving him past everything that's gone mm-hmm. before. Yeah. That's good news. I think this is like a return to the first 20 minutes of season one Colin, but with the added awareness that he may have feelings for yeah. Penelope. Yeah. I think he's shedding yeah. the um, the sort of, que- like how he was questioning himself, the indecisiveness, the the questions about where he belongs in society from season two. And so it's just rather than, like redefining a character he is like a more confident version of colin as we as we said aside from the four stills obviously we didn't get our beloved clip that we we're after but we have got a few more crumbs so as we just discussed we got the article from shondaland um which had a lot of details in about pen and colin and when we're finding them but i think as beans mentioned earlier the beauty and style expert Kat Quinn has been in Brazil all week and has interviewed Nicola a couple of times and she asked her about Penn's physical and emotional glow up and Nicola had some really interesting stuff to say which I think really ties in nicely to everything we've been discussing today. So she said that Penn starts the physical glow up first and then realises she doesn't have the confidence. She's ready to find a husband this season. She heads out into society and she's like, I'm done with my family. I don't have Colin. I don't have Eloise. I just have myself. So I'm going to get married, get out of this house and keep writing. But then Colin feels bad and he's like, I'm going to help you find a husband. It turns out she's really rubbish at speaking to men, flirting with men, anything to do with men. So she has a couple of hiccups along the way. So Nick is confirming that the physical glow up comes first. And then she's going to go out and try and find a husband. And that's failing spectacularly that we heard about in the plot synopsis. So, yeah, it, we have thought before, you know, was, was Colin going to be part of that glow up process? And I think our resounding feelings was that, you know, Mr. Baby Boy Blue had no right um, kind of getting involved in her glow up. But, so she's going to take those steps and then realise mm. that she needs his help. Yeah, I, Colin's going to help her for the sake of helping a friend and not realise that she's doing this um, because of him. And I think that that also highlights in episode two, maybe her like transition isn't necessarily, you know, she's getting all these new gowns and stuff and changing the colour, but she still has same, some of the same mm. cuts that her mother had put her in before. And it isn't until maybe somewhere midway in, in episode two that she like... Like, and no, I'm gonna I'm gonna be drastic with this shit, you know. <laughs> so she has a meeting with Jen, and mm-hmm. it's like, girl, we have to talk. <laughs> yeah, Jen's like, girl, you gotta get those flowers off of your neck. <laughs> and Nick continued. She talked about how good Colin's glow was, but she said, "I think Penelope is so mad at him at the beginning of the season. She's still obviously deeply in love, but she's like, no, I'm not. Whatever. So that was quite fun to play. So again, it could be the thing that he sees her unhappy." He interprets it as she's fed up with her family. She's had everything go wrong with Eloise. He doesn't associate it with his own actions. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's why he's stepping in because he feels bad. Um, yeah. she, you know, she tries to brush it off as, oh, I'm just, I just want to get out of here. I want to find a husband. Mm-hmm. And then later on, he finds out exactly what he did. Him helping Penn goes back to him and his hero complex. You know, it's mm-hmm. him like again like swooping in to try to save the day doing what he thinks is right 
you know sees a problem fixes a problem doesn't realize he is the problem yes yes elsewhere just to wrap up a few other interesting crumbs in an interview with news.com.au she revealed some very interesting tidbits so she said it was going to be extremely spicy and she discussed how terrifying and intimidating it had been but how the protocols and set had made it easy to handle lizzie talbot the intimacy coordinator shared one of the promo photos with the intriguing hashtag of hashtag it's always the quiet ones. Oh. But a crumb that is particularly interesting, and I don't think we have time to go into it today. So we'll maybe return to it next week. We've had time to really bring some theories to the table. But in the same interview with news.com.au, Nick said that Lady Whistledown is right at the centre, having to deal with all her little secrets, and it gets harder and harder for things to come out. And there are scandalous love affairs popping up all over the place. Most scandalous one yet, I would say. So... Your assignment for this week, everyone, everyone on this pod and everyone listening, I want to hear next week your best theories as to what the most scandalous love affair is going to be. And I think that's pretty much, um, there's plenty of more interviews that are going to come out in the next few days and we will catch up with them next week as we get through them. The last thing that I will say about Dum that we got quite unexpectedly is that the release date seems to have been leaked by the Portuguese Netflix, (laughs) Instagram and Twitter. When they posted the photos to social media, in their caption, they had a release date of the 14th of December. It was quickly edited. It does feel like this is another leak. So the Queen Charlotte release date was also leaked multiple times. But yeah, it feels like we have a timeline. And I know this is weird because December is a really long time away. But having a release date really kind of helped me kind of be like, yeah, okay, we know now. We can plan for this. We've been through the wilderness weeks before. I'm happy to go back into them again, armed with these four photos. We will get clips. We will get crumbs in the coming months. Oh God, coming months. And you guys will get lots of wonderful, wonderful content from us. Yeah, we are taking this opportunity. We've got six months ahead of us. We're going (laughs) to be there every step of the way to keep you sane or insane, whichever preference you have. We're going to spiral together. We're going to be here together. Pollen fans love a good leak. And we also have a lot of opinions. So we'll be good. <laughs> I have a message for the Netflix Portugal social media manager. Gerente de media social Netflix Portugues. Eu te amo e espero que você não seja demitido. That means Portuguese Netflix social media manager. I love you and I hope you don't get fired. <laughs> yeah, uh, rest in peace and thank you for your hard work, my man. Thank you for your service. As I said earlier, I'm sure there's more to come. I'm sure crumbs will keep coming in. We still have interviews that we know are filmed that haven't been released Mm -hmm. and we will be there every step of the way. We'll catch up next week with any new crumbs. But for now, I just want to say thank you to everyone for joining us in this very special, very chaotic to dumb episode. I promise that future episodes will be a little bit more coherent with probably a little less crying and screaming. Or maybe not. But (laughs) does anyone have anything to say before we sign off from this very chaotic special episode? Oh, I was just going to say thank you to everybody for all the nice compliments on the first episode and being patient with us as we figure everything out. Um, And, you know, we're just hoping to make this a great experience for everybody. And so feedback is always important. Yeah, thank you everyone for joining us. It's been quite a journey. Once again, we have emerged from a tadum, not the same people we were when we went in. But we're so excited that you've been here with us. It was so much fun joining in with everyone yesterday on all forms of social media. And yeah, join us next week as we'll be starting our first episode rewatch, I believe. So we'll be breaking down everything Penn and Colin from season one, episode one, Diamond of the First Water. We're so excited to have you on board. Thank you so much for all your lovely comments and support on the pod. 
we're thrilled to be here. We're in for the ride. We're in for the long haul. December 14th, let's go. Yeah, we got, you've got six months of our voices. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're going to get real acquainted with me, y'all. In the meantime, Lecky, where can everyone find us? You can find us at Pod on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find us spiraling out of our damn minds on reddit.com forward slash r forward slash pollen. Bridget. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Beans, see us out. <laughs> Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do